Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, guys, I got to tell you guys about this beautiful rising star who I've known for quite some time and I've seen her work and she's absolutely amazing at it. Her name is Jamie G. Jamie G is one of the most sought after locksticians in the greater central Orlando area. She's out here doing her thing. She's one of few salons in this area that have at least a five-star rating. Now, she does everything in terms of maintaining, uh, retwisting, and just making your style pop, enhancing what you already have with those beautiful locks that you have. Now, don't take my word for it. You can actually find her on jamieg.com, and that's J A M. EEG.com. You can also find her on Instagram as well. She also has her own product line for hair care for the locks called Juicy Royals. And it doesn't have all those nasty chemicals that ain't necessary for maintaining good, healthy black hair. All right. You guys go down and go visit her at jamieg.com. She definitely is adhering to COVID restrictions. So no walk ins appointment only okay you can find her again at jamieg.com to get your appointment set up and you can also find her on instagram at jamiegcosmos okay so you can't say i ain't tell you and if you're looking to get those locks maintenanced and just looking more beautiful than ever you need to go check her out Reggie's expression Never been 
I'm a lover, I'm a healer, and at my core, I love to converse with others. I find myself recently wanting to have deep conversations, but yet didn't feel like I had an outlet to do so. That's the reason why I created Reggie's Expressions. My mother, who passed away earlier this year, was my inspiration behind that, as well as my good friend Darlena, which I talk about. Now, those two women are vastly different. Darlena represented the side of life of living life on purpose and be kind to people. And my mom represented a person who wasn't able to fully authentically be herself because of her mental illness. It taught me that I can't just sit back and wait for people to speak up for me because that will never happen. I have to be willing to speak up for myself and also provide a safe space to speak up for others or allow others to speak up for themselves. So if you're wondering why am I here, that should explain it. Come on down to Reggie's Expressions where we express our feelings, talk about emotions, and we go there. And then after we go there, we lead with love, kindness, and compassion. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, man? How you doing, Mr. Nick? How's it going, man? Doing Not much, man. Awesome. You know, I'm trying to act like I know what I'm doing, but I really don't. I just learned how to do that today, so. <laughs> I'm putting it up there? Yeah, that was the first time I did that. You know, I, I, I realize that you get different um, things when you do it from your computer than you do it from your uh, iPad. I normally do it from my iPad. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't got none of that fancy stuff. That iPad is <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm I'm really excited to have you here, man, because, uh, you know, um, we've only known each other for a short period of time, but you have definitely been open and, you know, uh, uh, helpful with your advice. Um, I think you've been doing podcasting a little bit longer than I have, but I just want to take the opportunity to, you know, just spotlight you in terms of, you know, uh, just all things uh, Mr. Nick Parker. Big Red is what they call him. Um, <laughs> They they also call me Red too, not Big Red or Little Red, but Red. Uh, but the only the folks in my hometown call me that, you know. So you are if you're a, 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 a what do they call that? A, a somebody who's trying to 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 impress you. You call me by Red. I know you're you're you ain't real because you know only only the people I love and close to me know uh, that. So. Um, but yeah, so everybody, we have Mr. Uh, Nate, who is the host of, um, hostile therapy, which I think is a accurate name for what we're going through right now. It's been very, very hostile, um, hostile therapy. He is the host of hostile therapy, been doing his thing here. And, um, yeah, we are going to just talk about all things next. This is also, you know, the home of leave it or medicate it. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes these stores that be going on out there, you just, you, you be leaving your, leaving, scratching your head. And, you know, sometimes you need to ask the question, do you need to leave it alone or do you need to medicate it? So, um, he's, he's also a part of that too. So, um, <clears throat> the, uh, so without further ado, I got Mr. Nick here. Um, 
I just want to ask you, man. So, it's the easiest question I can ask okay. anybody. How are you? How you doing? Well, I must say I'm a little bit better since Thanksgiving. See? Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to bring up, see, I started a petition mm -hmm. uh, yesterday. All right, now. All the people who choked on dry turkey on Thanksgiving. And I started uh -huh. a petition. Only mm -hmm. got two signatures. It's actually me twice. Uh, I got right. self. Okay. Uh, for people who want to change the national bird to mm -hmm. something else, you know, like chicken, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Duck or something. I've never had duck. But I'm something different. Too. Right. You know, just something different, you know, because I just, more Thanksgivings than not, I have <laughs> had dry turkey. Everyone uh -huh. raves about their dry turkey. Right. Nine times out of 10, all the turkeys have been dry to where I have to gulp down water, beer, and antifreeze to get that thing to go. <laughs> Not antifreeze, man. Now, I'm better today because, like I said, you know, I've had different food since then. But Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's almost as bad as me. Like, sometimes we'll, me and Carlos, every... Every Friday we'll do date night and sometimes we'll go to places and it's just like, man, I need to eat something else. Like I know I'm full because but this was horrible. So I need something else to wash down what I just had. That sounds like how your Thanksgiving went. Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you, this wasn't enough to wash down. <laughs> so you're not a fan of turkey, huh? So you're not not a turkey guy. OK, I'm a fan of my turkey. And sure. You know, of course, everybody brags about their own cooking, but I okay. swear by I swear by the heavens above, my turkey is delicious. <laughs> it is not dry. Uh huh. It's, and then the, the the skin on the outside is nice and crunchy and stuff. That's how I like. I kind of that's how I like fried turkey. That's not the only turkey I really like. It's fried turkey for the most part. But mm -hmm. that's how my turkey is. I can brag about my turkey. I'm not a great cook or anything, but I will brag about my turkey. Okay. Okay. I feel you. I, uh, I'm not a fan of turkey. I have to honestly and truly say, you know what I'm saying? So I will eat it because that's the tradition that we have grown close to. But if you looking for me to, you know, eat anything other than the sliced turkey that you get from, you know, the deli that is brined with so much salt that you don't even taste the turkey anymore. Um, I am not a huge fan of it at all. But, you know, I ate it. My husband did a, you know, he did good. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't dry, but you know, um, I'm not gonna repeat it because he he probably over here watching. He gonna get mad at me. No, I was good. He he did a good effort. He actually cooked dressing for the first time. Um, okay. You know, so and you know that. By the way, y'all, dressing and stuffing are two different things. Okay, stuffing. Down. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> stuffing is what you put in the bird. Okay, so it gets the flavor from the 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 turkey, right, or chicken or whatever else you stuff it with, right. right. Hence the name stuffing. Dressing is cornbread kind of mash. It has celery, it has eggs, it has chicken. It is a complete separate dish from the turkey. So you cook it, prepare it completely different. So um, I went on the, the U of the tubes and um, I found a, a recipe that said Southern, um, <clears throat> Southern uh, uh, dressing. And to be honest, I was impressed. I was a little scared because, you know, he Venezuelan, but it actually turned out really, really good. It, it was, if I dare say, better than my niece. 
who cooked it for us a couple years ago and she's you know born and raised in the south so um you know don't if you see her repeat that but it was good though it was good cook off between them two you gonna have those two fight with each other you know i'm okay with it you know what i'm saying i'm i'm cool with eating whatever they got you know but but you would free food the the biggest atrocity man is that i did not have any cranberry sauce I spent most of my Thanksgiving and you know, the cranberry sauce, it can't be that stuff that y'all be want to make fresh print. I don't want that. I want ocean spray. Okay. I want <laughs> ocean spray with the ridges around the circle. Like I want to be able to cut off with a butter knife, half of it so I can put it in my dressing. All right. That is Thanksgiving to me. If ain't no dressing there, nah, but I was able to find some um, dry cranberries and he made some gravy uh, cranberry sauce and uh, uh, cranberry flavored gravy or something like that. It was interesting, but it it, it went it went gravy. So you know, I'm, I'm giving him an E for effort. You know what I'm saying? I'm very easy to please when it comes to food. <laughs> I don't like a lot of food. I'm very very picky. Huh. I, I don't like cranberry. I don't like berries. Period. Seriously? Like of any kind, unless it's in juice form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very picky. You know, the juice I got to drink. Can't have uh pulp in it. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, just, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't eat pie like that. I don't mm-hmm. even eat cake like that unless it's like maybe, yeah. The only cake I really mess with like that cheesecake. That's it. Yeah, cheesecake is um so not not the cheesecake from the cheesecake factory, right? Like actual Ooh. homemade cheesecake. No, no, I mess with cheesecake factory. Oh, no. <laughs> I gained a hundred pounds off of cheesecake factory. Oh no, I love cheesecake. Yeah, now, I, I, I ha- I'm glad it's like an hour away from me because mm-hmm. you know I would probably have diabetes right now if I if mm-hmm. I live right right beside it, and I'd be broke because Cheesecake Factory ain't exactly cheap. Yeah, you know, we, we, we actually food. have one in town, so no, I wouldn't live. I, I couldn't because <laughs> you, you have to. I mean, you don't have to, but you know, you gotta you gotta get a meal with it. I would feel, and then that's supposed to be the dessert. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to run you about a good $40, $50 by yeah. yourself. Yeah. And the bills and the tip and all that. So I, I got to stay away from Cheesecake Factory. But yeah, cheesecake, cheesecake is my favorite dessert. I can eat okay. it all day. Well, so we talking about Cheesecake Factory. What's your favorite cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory? Gold, Lady Gold Diver Chocolate. Oh, look at you. You fancy, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm an Adam's uh, uh, peanut butter uh, cheesecake. I love chocolate peanut butter. So that combination is something that is very decadent. And I can, you know, show you some, a couple of those bills because, you know, sometimes we go out, we don't spare any expenses depending on how good that payday is. But yeah, for two people, I've right. spent over a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, we don't went to places that are more upscale than this and paid less. how that work? Cheesecake, y'all need to figure that out. If y'all want to sponsor me, y'all can. So I mean, I'm all right, gonna... I'll take that. <clears throat> I imagine if they had that at the movies, a cheesecake factory. Ooh man, man, you, you trying you to get out on the movie? <laughs> you trying to get me caught up? I'm over. You know, I, I'm, I'm actually I've lost 15 pounds so far. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I might have gained it back on Thanksgiving. You know, no, cheesecake factory, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really quickly, I want to um, shout out. Um, this shirt that I have on, I don't know if you can see it, 
It says black girls are magic. I talked a little bit about this on my Facebook. Um, the, the creator of black girls are magic is Kashawn Thompson. Kashawn Thompson, that spells C-A-S-H-A-W-N Thompson. She's on Instagram and on Facebook. She's the uh, creator of black girl, black girl magic, hashtag black girl magic. Um, it actually started out as hashtag black girls are magic. And it kind of parlayed into black girl magic um, hashtag. And she is a young woman who is really doing her thing. Uh, she has, um, you know, been a, a, a person of service all her life. Like she was a nanny for a while. And what made her create black girls are magic is all the women in her life. Um, <clears throat> she just felt like they were magic because they didn't have the best circumstances out there, but they were able to make the best of it. So Kashawn is doing her thing. She's right now going through, um, you know, early childhood development and also getting her degree uh, as well in that and, um, you know, some other things. So go check her out. She has some amazing merch down there. And uh, yeah, I just figured I needed to support. So that's where this shirt came from. Um, and I know she has a um, Christmas sale that's going on. And yeah, just go in and support. I mean, the, the shirts are nice. They're high quality stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it's a good messaging because Right now, we live in a world where black women are told every day that they don't belong, they don't exist, and they don't get to play with the rest of us. So, you know, messaging out there that allows me to be able to put that forward, that that's not the case. And, you know, they are the best is the reason why I wear this shirt. So go check her out. She's pretty cool people. Um, and I don't, I, I ain't getting paid for this. I just believe in what she's doing. So, you know, go check her out. Also, messing about her. Y'all heard me talk about that. That was a shirt that I had that said, uh, um, it's the protecting my peace part for me, um, mess in a bottle. Okay. She's on Instagram. She's also on Facebook as well. And she has a lot of cool things. You know, I'm a two X guy, so you can find something that you're looking for high quality stuff. She got purses, bags, everything you can think of. Uh, she had a sale going on during, um, you know, uh, black Friday, but I don't know what's going on now, but go check her out. She has a lot of good stuff too. Let's go out and support our black women because, you know, they worth it. You know what I'm saying? So sorry about that, man. This this that's uh I just wanted to say that real quick. That's cool. Shout out. I love that. It's good. No worries, man. So you did say that you good and you you recovering from Thanksgiving. Um you you had a dry turkey. Um and you also said that you was picky. So what things do you eat, Nick? Or um Big Red? What what do you eat, Mr. Big Red? Very simple. Okay. Chicken being one of them. Right. Mm -hmm. that, that is it <laughs> uh, but now as far as i say i like chicken you know discipline chicken is all you're looking for i would be fine with it like mm -hmm. see, i work out okay and people think i work out to be healthy mm -hmm. you know, I, I work out so i don't get the 400 pounds because i easily easily can eat a family pack of chicken by myself wow. and i have, and i do mm -hmm. and that's and that's the main reason I work out. Because if I didn't, I would be 400 or I would be on thousand pound life or yeah. whatever. Or <laughs> that would be me mm -hmm. if I did not work out. If I was just, just a regular go to sit at a desk job type mm -hmm. guy, mm -hmm. man, shoot, Nutty Professor 4. Oh, <laughs> Nutty Professor 4, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't mean because of the sequel, it's because I'd be four Nutty Professors. Oh. One. That's how big I would be. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I can eat chicken. I, I can. And it, I hate almost saying it because you know the, the you know the stereotype that comes with that. But yeah, true. I used to tell people my favorite 
food was actually buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know, that's how much I would, you know, I would go to KFC buffet back in the day when it actually was good. Yeah. Or they, all the bad stuff that made it actually taste good. Yeah. That's the place I used to go to all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had a woman, no, no lie. <clears throat> I had a woman come up to me and my friend that went at uh, Joe used to go with me. Uh, she came up to our table and she saw the graveyard of bones on my my plate, and she said I was going to hell for gluttony. Wow! And she was serious, and then she walked out, and I'm like, wow, I'm just that's I'm just trying to eat. <laughs> she yeah. said she was pissed. So like, you are going straight to hell, young man. I'm like, that's horrible. It's like that she just left that in the room, just dropped that bomb. It was like, yeah, Bye. at a KFC yeah. buffet. I'm like, what what are you posed to do? But I yeah, guess I what is she doing at the buffet? She was just hanging out, telling people they're going to hell. I think she was waiting on people like me to just tell them they were going to hell. She didn't order anything, I don't think. Because you know, gluttony is a, that's a serious thing. That's one yeah. of the sins, ain't it? Right, right. And I was living it fully that day, apparently. Well, you know, so she probably thought that she probably, you know, wanted to be there and didn't have the wherewithal to be able to do it herself. So she just wanted to say, "You're going to hell." That's that's what that was. That's what yeah, that was. I, She's probably jealous because I was only like seventeen, and but my <laughs> yeah, time you know when you had the teenage stomach, the teenage yeah. stomach is uh, there's just no bottom to it. You can eat anything, right? Right. Not when you, when you turn thirty, that that it turns into this all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and yep. then it shrinks even more. The inside stomach, not the outside. The outside stomach keeps expanding, but the inside mm-hmm. stomach shrinks as you get older. Right. Gosh. So yeah, that's my life, and. Um, you know the pandemic definitely uh i can't really blame it on the pandemic well yes i can um yeah i can can i can't blame it on the pandemic but i'm on the right path you know what i'm saying so you know i I ain't feeling bad about myself you know i was actually thinking about it today uh when i was getting my hair cut and um you know i was just wondering like people who go in and they you know have all these muscles and no disrespect to them but it's like you know for you you said you're doing it for being healthy but it's like What's the point of having the chiseled abs and the you know the 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 muscles and all that other stuff? Like you don't need all that to to look healthy. But that's also me hating too. So you know, I mean, don't put too much stock in it. It um well you know I guess it's like rims. You know why is why is the point of having rims on a truck that you can't even see until you get out of the car? Everyone else is admiring them. Okay, yeah, you got to spend a pretty penny to get them though. So I mean, is it really? Is it really for you or is it for everybody else? You know, yeah, because then you got to go out and start buying these A shirts and stuff. You got to buy muscle yeah. shirts. You know, that's expensive. You can't find that at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Walmart don't have nothing like it. You got to go to like Ralph Lauren and shit. Like, you got to right. go to the, the name brand, like Gucci. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's a little expensive. So I'm going to keep my round shape that I have. I ain't going to, I'm going to keep that. Um, <laughs> People love the circle. People love circle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm more of a circle guy or oval, uh, if you will. Right. See, um, the oval office. See? Yeah, actually, yeah. You know, I I strive for that. You know, I have my fun in the sun. You know what I'm saying? I got my husband now. You know, I I I got him already. I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> That's yeah. a trap. What I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna, for? What? What I'm going to do? Going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you married now? Yeah, we forever. <laughs> Um, all that go right <laughs> exactly so now nah, I'm, I'm doing my i'm doing my best for sure it was definitely a, a whole gang of things that i put in front of my reasoning but i had a pretty good summer so i've uh, built some of the right uh things i just got to get this food on on um display because you know yesterday 
or today, what did I eat? Oh no, I ate Subway, but I, but I probably That's need to nice. do better. Yeah. I need to get rid of some of the pasta and the bread and stuff that I eat. So yeah. I know what to do. I just ain't done it. So anyway, enough about that. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, like I said, your your podcast is Hostile, Hostile Therapy, and I think it's accurately named because, you know, uh, the one thing about you is you're very direct. Um, you and Alexa, I think, are, are, you know, you guys commend each other for sure. And that is Alexa Page, if you're watching. Um, shout out to you. Um, you and Nick have been doing this for a couple weeks or a few weeks. You know, Nick was doing it for, you know, a little bit by himself. But tell us a little bit about what your podcast is is on. Okay. Uh, well, you ever seen the movie The Great Debaters? Yes. Denzel Washington and uh, yeah. a few other people on there. But mm-hmm. Denzel being the more acclaimed actor. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was about uh, these, I don't want to say how old high school students, but this mm-hmm. black school who were trying to compete against these other schools in right. debating. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes that's done in high school. I see it a lot of times done in uh, college. And right. one person has one part of the subject they're debating on, and the other person does the opposite of what they're debating on, the one subject. Right. And it's respectful. No one is like shooting darts at anybody, but they research hard on trying to prove their point. Right. Whatever the point may be you know, on this one subject. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, what you see, it's either Fox News or CNN. It's black, it's white. Uh, you know, it's, it's something on the total opposite spectrum. And you only hear one voice. True. And you don't get to hear the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's come to the point where no one wants to hear anything other than what they can agree with. And then I don't think anyone learns from that because, right. you know, people just want to be agree- want to be agreeable with everybody. They don't mm-hmm. want to hear the opposite spectrum because they don't want to be hated on, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like uh, we, we we did a show together. Yeah. Uh, uh, talking about the, the Dave Chappelle issue with Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trans folk not liking his comedy, and Dave Chappelle didn't think mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, criticize him for it. Right, and a lot of people on both sides would be like, "They well, when we're sticking to our guns. We're not listening to the other side. You're just a bigot." Or on Dave Chappelle's side, we're not listening to your side. You're just a bigot as well. You can't tell me what to do. But no one can learn from that. You know, maybe there is something different out there than what you've learned your whole life. That can change your perspective. And that's basically kind of what my show is. I, I want to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Now, I may not change my opinion, sure. uh, but I do want to hear it in case maybe there's something I haven't heard before. Or maybe you can articulate it better to where I might change my mind. Okay. Uh, and I, I leave myself open. As, and that's, that's the other thing you have to do, too. You have to leave yourself open to be able to learn different things. Some people will go in and like, OK, I'll have a different person on. But they're all automatically ready to close off their mindset, whatever mm-hmm. they have to say. And, and you can tell a lot of times if they interrupt people before they get to uh, finish their sentence that they're not trying to listen to what the other person is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've learned that um, because I've um, I've dated uh, women, <laughs> and we've, we've been in arguments before. And I'm guilty of it too, where I, I like, okay, I'm so ready to get my point of view across. 
when you hit that period in the sentence, I'm just going to hurry up and say something. And while I'm doing that, I'm not really listening all the way because I'm just trying to hurry up and get my point of view across so I can feel like I won. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't be what it's about. Right. Unless they're nagging you, then yeah. Then Mm -hmm. then, yeah, you can (laughs) say whatever you want to say. But yeah. That that one caveat, unless they are nagging you, that is the only time you should you know, defer to if you're right or wrong. Okay. Yeah. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, no, violence, yeah. no violence. No, no violence. No, no fighting. He says, yeah, no and, um, it's definitely been a, it, it was a, a very fun experience going on, on there. Um, and, and for me, uh, I have a tendency to be very passionate about, you know, certain topics, especially when it comes to LGBTQIA and then black folks in general. So sometimes I have that tunnel vision to where, it's difficult for me and there's nothing wrong with being emotional. I, I want everybody to say that it's okay to be emotional. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. And I've been an emotional guy my whole entire life just because I'm a, I'm a big thinker. But, you know, for me, it's difficult because when I start to rise up in certain situations, I will start to either stutter or I feel it in my chest. And, you know, you start, uh, you, that you can literally, debate me under anything because I start to get very emotional in that aspect. But it wasn't that wasn't the case when I went on uh, hostile, hostile therapy. I, I went on your show twice, uh, once as just a, you know, a, a gallery guest, somebody that was watching and you invited me on, uh, which I thought was uh, super cool because he didn't even know me from a, 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 a can of paint. And then, uh, you know, the second time he actually invited me on the show where Alexa and I kind of eh, we didn't go head to head. You know, we both kind of ended you know, parted ways uh, amicably, um, you know, where we both could understand where we were coming from and, uh, you know, understand that they were valid on both sides. But, you know, she felt how she felt and I felt how I felt. And I think that that's great. You don't see that often. Right. Well, let me let me add, uh, I guess, one more thing to it. Mm-hmm. When you see those debating type competitions mm-hmm. um, and to something I was saying earlier, they can't interrupt each other. They right. have to let them say uh, everything they want to say. They have to get every bullet out of the, the holster, mm-hmm. uh, out of the gun, whatever, all their information out before the other person can rebuttal. Right. And I think that helps a lot because uh, sometimes you'll see, uh, say on Fox News or CNN or whatever, MSNBC, they're constantly chatting and then one person's interrupting and interrupting, yeah. no one's listening. In mm-hmm. that type of format, you have to listen. And it's, it's key for them to listen so maybe they can use that in their argument mm-hmm. to better the opponent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it also kind of helps calm you down, too, if you just kind of sit and listen instead of just, <laughs> oh, I'm just waiting for the period. If you just sit and listen instead of trying to interrupt, which is sometimes emotion or anger coming out, it mm-hmm. kind of helps calm you down as well. Right. You know that that I guess I never thought about it like that because sometimes you know me being an emotional person I'm I'm in it, and uh, I am one of those you know people who are waiting for the periods. Are you just you just trying to show out on my show, man? What's going on with you? Why are you telling? No, Dude, I, I, I'm, no I'm telling you, I've been in, in year in years of relationships. I mm-hmm. I did not practice this. And <laughs> time I'm like, let her get all the ammo out. Mm-hmm. And when she's mm-hmm. done with all her ammo, mm-hmm. then you hit. Only problem with that is you better have a good memory because you might forget all your talking points if she talks long enough. Because that—that's why they have notes, right? That's why they write the notes down. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I started doing. <laughs> we'll see. That can also get you to what you right now. You yeah. know, me are you? I'm like, I am. I'm yeah. I'm putting, uh, putting some cliff notes. The stuff I'm going to hit back on. <laughs> um, I'm gonna circle back to that. <laughs> try, well, I'm argument here. If you do that, I don't. I mean, if you try that, if I don't know if you, your guy argue or anything, I'm pretty sure yeah, one day we, we do. We do. do, do. <laughs> yeah, kind of, you know, just try that. You know, just let them get the whole argument out, or you know, let them shoot all their bullets out. And then you shoot back. And if they do interrupt, like, hey, I let you have your whole moment. Mm-hmm. Now, the floor is mine. When I'm done, I'll put give the floor back to you. See, man, you 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 done see he, he watching right now. He writing this down. He feeling the ammo. Dang, government, Carlos, put it down. <laughs> the argument's happening tonight. <laughs> yeah, we it's going down. I'm ready. No. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you're right. I, I definitely, you know, uh, should listen more. Um, it's but, hard. It's hard when you're yeah. feel a certain way, it's hard to listen. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I do this platform because <laughs> it's nice and flowery and, you know, <laughs> chill, you know, cause ambiance. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the studio and everything. So yeah. But yeah, you, you definitely got that corner down. And it, you know, it's entertaining. And um, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff I you know, I would pick your brain about and you would tell me how to do it and you know, you made it super easy and uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate that because um yeah, you know, I, I, I know that you've definitely had experience in doing it, which brings me to my next question. How long have you been podcasting? <clears throat> four years. Wow, okay. This will okay. be a fourth year. All right. It feels like twenty years. Twenty years. Okay. With all the, whew, the the uh, ups and downs and the pitfalls and the learning on your own type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where that's the growing pains that I'm going through right now. The the, right. the learning on your own and the the idea that you're doing it all yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like because you and I had an opportunity to have a conversation a little bit last night. You asked me if was it brown or white liquor, and I was like, <laughs> "Don't say cloudy, man." Uh, have you heard of it? So, um, but yeah, you know, for me, it's like you go out here and you want everything, you want there to be 50 million views, right? On everything that you do. You, we have been conditioned that success is based on numbers, right? You know, I'm in a sales job. So if I sell the most policies, then I'm number one and people are going to treat me like I'm the champion. Right. So, um, you know, I was, I was telling, uh, you yesterday, that I was frustrated because it seems like I'm putting all this energy out there and nothing's coming forward. But, you know, I know that I'm only year two in. I'm actually coming into my 24th month in the month of December, uh, doing it actually as consistently, you know, uh, doing it. Um, started four years ago myself and then ended abruptly because my co host, uh, you know, some of the pitfalls that you talked about that kind of, um, you know, uh, put a bad uh, taste in my mouth. But, you know, you were just like, hey, you know, I was like, man, I, I want my numbers to grow. And you were like, well, how? And I was like, that's I don't even know. So, you know, it's it's just really taking it, you know, day by day and, and, and understanding that every little bit matters. So what is it? Well, so you said you've been doing it for four years. Um, how did you start, actually? OK. That's a bit of a story. So okay. Okay, let's go into that. We are we are ready. Um, uh-huh. As a youngin, okay, yeah, this, this goes a little bit what uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, used to watch sports. I used to watch basketball, of course. Okay. Probably one of my favorite um, com, um, sports broadcasters was uh, Marv Albert and Bob Costas. Yeah. You know, and watching NBA basketball, that was the main thing I used to watch. Mm-hmm. And I love how uh, the commentating made me feel okay. during games, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that at one point growing up. But I, I kind of held myself back because I didn't think I had a voice for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about going to college for it, but then I was like, I don't have the voice for it. Or the, I don't know, the timing or the, I don't know. I, I just didn't think I was good enough to do it. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, high school and, you know, in my early 20s. Uh, fast forward a little bit to, I see, it's 2021 now. I'm guessing about 2015. Mm-hmm. 16 i got hurt uh pretty badly and it put me out of work and some other stuff happened whatever where i, I was just kind of stuck at home mm-hmm. and podcasting was you know starting and it really are has started to be a kind of a big thing but it's really mm-hmm. starting to jump off around that time mm-hmm. and i just like mm, i want to what would you need to do to do a podcast? Like, is is it really that hard? And mm-hmm. I, you know, I just know I was like, man, I'm just really determined to see if I could do that. And I remember I tried uh, to do it with some other people. We never got it off the ground. You know, we came together and just a whole bunch of crap just got in our ways. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, shoot, I'll just continue to do it and, and, and find someone else to, to do it with. I was like, but I had to learn damn near everything i had to learn how to to edit sound and just before i did video you know i just did sound mm-hmm. and, you know i was trying to learn stuff like sound engineers and stuff which you know small time which you just mm-hmm. don't have that kind of time to learn everything they do but mm-hmm. um i got a what was the platform i use audacity i use audacity to, to record uh, most of my podcasts i mean it was a lot of stuff i just didn't know about equipment and what computer to get and what microphone to have and how could mm-hmm. I fade stuff out, fade it in. You know, I, I just didn't know a lot of stuff and I had to go through growing pains mm-hmm. like every day or every week. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like I said, I was editing the stuff, so I was losing sleep mm-hmm. uh, yeah. four or five in the morning or six sometimes, uh, maybe not sleeping for the whole day trying to get stuff done. I was like, God, there's wow. gotta be a better way to do this. Uh, but I like, I'm going to learn how to do this and I'm going to be able to do it on my own. Now I would love to be able to pawn off some of that responsibility on other people. And one day I will get to that. Um, you know, but the main thing is, is I, I just had to keep going. Uh, you know, when you talked about a second or well, a few minutes earlier about putting your energy into something and may not see the fruit of it, well, I would tell you to change your perspective on that. Think about uh, a rubber band, okay? Got a rubber okay. band in your finger. You ever, th- like, pop, uh, use, like, a rubber band to, like, throw paper clips or somebody yeah. or a paper ball? Okay. Well, this is you right now. This is you holding the rubber band like a slingshot. Okay, we'll go with a slingshot. This is you trying to get my hand in there. Okay, this is you holding the slingshot back. Mm-hmm. What type of energy would you call that? Call that what? Potential energy? Yeah, potential energy. 
Yeah, because you haven't let it go yet. You're holding on to it. Mm-hmm. You're just putting, you're putting potential energy in what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And one day when you're ready to let go and do what you need to do, it'll be kinetic energy and you'll mm-hmm. be able to release it and then you'll get the desired results that you want. Right. So right now I would say, you know, you're not failing when you're doing what you're doing. You're putting potential energy in what you're doing. But you have to have potential to get the kinetic. It just doesn't go to that automatically. You have to put potential in it. So you have to keep going in order to get results. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's what I feel like I've been doing these past four years. It's like I've been constantly putting energy in it. And I'm getting results. Maybe not where I'm at. I'm not Joe Rogan yet. But no one's Joe Rogan. Yeah. I'm going to be, but <laughs> no, no, no. You you gonna be you gonna be big red. Not please don't do. You don't want to get me talking about Joe Rogan because I I despise that <laughs> man. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. I despise him. Um, but anyway, I'm not gonna get into that conversation because I want people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right, and um, it's it's a it's a different type of grind. And to be honest, I can say that even though I don't have 50 million viewers, I can tell you that I've had some amazing conversations with people who I think are super cool. And I also have had some off the line feedback in terms of people that I don't commit or talk to every day that have said that they see what I do and they appreciate it. So it's just reminding myself of those things and, and making sure, like Carlos said, it's, it's, it's important to learn not to give up, you know? Um, so yeah, absolutely. Those that is, and I did not know I was going to have to have a no science before because you said potential energy <laughs> and kinetic sorry. energy, and I was very very scared because that did not do well in science. But if you want me to write a paper, I can do that in ten minutes. Thesis. I need a thesis. I need a thesis. I need a dissertation done immediately. Um, Thirty pages minimum. Right. So. Um, you and I, we, we definitely had similar paths. And I, I think I found out that you and I are actually the same age. Um, but um, I, I actually did go to school for, um, for radio. I did that when I was out in Cali, radio and television. Um, and I actually, and, uh, you know, my, my, everybody kind of knows the story. Long story short, I went into sales and that turned into a 20-year period where I didn't do it. And then uh, I, I, like I said, my friend in, in, in 17, we, uh, uh, we do, uh, we post it on Anchor, which is the easiest place uh, to, to, to make a podcast. Um, and uh, I started posting on there and then, you know, he went to a different part of the state. So, um, and I had a friend, you know, uh, that inspired me to do it and I did it. And that's why I'm here now. So, um so yeah, um, so is your show similar to how it was back then, four years ago? Have you made it changes? And talk to me about some of those pitfalls and you know uh, growing pains you had, um, if you don't mind. Uh, the premise was supposed to be the same. I, I would say, it's, I don't know, it's it's the same. I just have evolved in different ways, but it's still it's still pretty much the same. I, I talked about pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just how I presented it, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, the pitfalls, like I, I would say, is the loss of time. Okay. I, yeah. I, I used to lose a lot of time because 
I said I started off, I, I wasn't working because I got hurt. And of course I got better, but then I had to go to work again, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I had less time to do this, you know, it would, I wouldn't say it was a hobby. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a hobby, but I, I, the time I was spent in editing and like I said, trying to promote and, and find people to come on the show and stuff like that, or figure out what story I was coming on. It was killing me. Right. I, you know, cause I don't sleep that much anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, cause I'm a robot, but, uh, <laughs> I, I try to get at least four hours of sleep. So, but it was going down to like two and one and, and naps in between. I love naps, especially at my age now. It's come commonplace. But uh, that's the biggest thing is I was losing time. And I said I had audacity and I, I hate to crap on audacity. Um, but it was it was very user friendly. But it also I used to have a lot of bugs with it and it would mess up on me all the time. I remember Audacity. Yeah, see, very yeah. intimidating. It's free. It yeah. Don't, yeah, it's free. You get, you kind of get what you don't pay for. But <laughs> um, I, I, some people don't like to spend money on stuff to, you know, because it's like, well, they want to save money and just kind of penny pinch as much as they can. But right. I paid for what I paid for in a program to do sound editing. Uh, I was paying for my time back. Right. So I wasn't staying up so late. Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you don't get enough sleep, you can't get the best ideas and you can't speak coherently. Mm -hmm. You can't think coherently. So I was buying my time back. So I spent three times the amount. Well, actually, 300 times the amount because <laughs> uh, Audacity is free on editing software. One mm -hmm. time, just so I could have peace of mind and my time, my life back so I can spend it elsewhere. I, I would think that's probably one of the biggest pitfalls is uh, spending too much time on stuff that I could find elsewhere to I can put my effort towards other things. Right. Uh, which was taken away from my potential, mm -hmm. my potential energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Instead of holding back the slingshot as much, I was lessening up because I was too right. tired to hold it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the whole idea, you know, behind podcasting, I mean, you, you, it's, 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 easy to get the idea is easy to start up but you do have to put an investment i agree with you in that instance that you do have to put in uh an investment and that's exactly what this all ends up being over time you know um when i first uh started using anchor i remember i used to record it on my phone and then um something told me that i needed to start doing it on garage band and you know garage band is a lot like audacity to me in terms of how it works and it was very confusing. I'll get very frustrated with it. Um, it was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And then you go on YouTube and, you know, you try to do the YouTube crash course on it. And, you know, they make it look so easy. And then you go and you do it and it don't be looking, looking like it took me the very first episode that I did, which was only nine minutes, by the way. It took me two weeks because I got frustrated with it. I started in 2019. <laughs> and my first episode didn't launch until January of 2020. So I was over it by that point and I was frustrated. And when I go back and I listen to it, I'm, I'm happy with it, but it isn't the best still right. because I can hear the clips and, you know, the, the airiness of the audio. And I, I just didn't know yeah. what I'm doing now. So 
Um, but yeah, like uh, Carlos said, it does take time for you to learn it. And, you know, I'm better for it now. I got my Yeti mic. I got, you know, I got my, this is actually my studio slash work area. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's coming along. It's coming along. Right. Right. Yeah. That was, like I said, audacity was a little bit limited as far as what you can mm-hmm. do as far as I would say background noise. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the biggest things. Like I could hear everything. I could hear the refrigerator mm-hmm. running and the air conditioning, right. the neighbor's house, the dogs mm-hmm. barking. And I can, I can take that out with the stuff I have now. Yeah, you don't want to listen to any of my stuff because you got Rico, Tuzi, and Kari barking like crazy. You know they think they they own the show. If you go back and you look at some of these videos when I started posting on YouTube, you got them sitting on the couch just hanging out. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it man. Yeah. Be on the phone talking like, oh, <laughs> no. like, come on, man. But you know, it's growing pains. You, you know, you don't know what you know until you know it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I'm, I'm better for it. And um, I, like I said, I, I, I was able to take a page from your book in terms of like when I first saw your show, um, which you and I actually had a mutual friend, and that's how we ended up, uh, you know, kind of um, getting to know each other. Um, the mutual friend and ours, he, um, you know, kind of introduced me to him and, you know, invited me on to that show for that period of time. And, um, you know, herein lies the, the, you know, the, the, the friendship, uh, that you and I've had, but I just love the fact that you have videos, man. I was like, him got videos, him (laughs) over there doing videos, like, you know, but you know, the quality of the stuff that you do, it was like, you, you could tell that you put the time and effort that it needed to take. And you've been able to curate some really good people like Frank, uh, you know, I forget um, Frank, the what is his name? He, he has like a Frank King, Frank King. Right. And, uh, you know, you had a beautiful conversation with him about, you know, stuff that you don't see too often in the black community where we talking about vulnerability and, and talking about just, you know, owning your feelings and your emotions, you know, like when I. You know, truth be told, when I first met you, man, I, I thought that, you know, it was going to be sports. This are, you know, like <laughs> big, like, what up, dog? You know, I mean, whatever, you know, just intimidating to me. But you turned out to be completely different. So, so I, I appreciate Typical. What up, dog? <laughs> you know, sorry. I didn't say that, but you ain't got to yeah. call me out. Right. On. You know, but you turned out to be super cool. And, um, so tell me a little bit about how you and um, Alexa, because she's she's cool as shit. I like Alexa a lot. How did you? How did that happen? How did that partnership happen? Man, listen, I was in the drive-through at McDonald's, right? Oh, <laughs> okay. I got my fifty-piece nugget, and she was like, "You know what? I've heard of you somewhere. You do a show, mm-hmm. you know, but would you like to work with me and, and stop working on this drive-through?" No, nah, that's not what happened. That's not <laughs> I was like, that's an amazing story. What's up, please? That's the mutual friend that we were talking about. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, But I really, what I just, she just hit me up one day because she watches, she watched the show or whatever. She sat in on one of the shows. Okay. You know, she told me, you know, her background and she has tried to do this before. um, And she, she's actually done it before, but she didn't, you know, you know, keep up with it or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like I said, we had a little conversation about, you know, how would she feel like coming on the show or whatever mm-hmm. and giving her perspective. And I'll have to say this about her. The girl can talk. 
appreciate anybody who can talk. <laughs> Absolutely. She, you know, she can talk and she can carry, you know, she definitely can hold her own, you know, with the big boys. And, uh, you know, like when we went to head to head, to be honest, it was, I knew that it wasn't no spring chicken. I knew that I was uh, sparring with the, with the right person and it ended on a, on a good note because, you know, she, uh, you know, again, like I said, we agreed to disagree. So, um, well, not agree to disagree, but it was like, I understand your point, sister. You understand my point. And, you know, we, we, we go our separate ways in terms of, you know, how we come up to the, you know, conclusion that we came up to. So she's super sweet. I, I need to, so I'll probably ask you about getting in touch with her so I can bring her on the show uh, one of these days, if she's okay. open to it. Okay. Um, I'm sure she definitely is. <laughs> so, um, you did talk about equipment, right? So, um, you know, obviously you got to have a mic, you know, a good one. Um, what was some of the, you know, other than audacity, what is some equipment that you would use um, to kind of, or what equipment that you use on a consistent basis to uh, produce your show? Uh, it's actually not much, believe it or not. Um, I just, the thing that does the main stuff that I need done Mm -hmm. uh, my roadcaster pro soundboard okay that's the thing that does most because it I, you know i mentioned earlier like i said i have software that you know works on doing the sound mm -hmm. but once i got the roadcaster with a credit card i mm -hmm. only paid it off earlier this year so <laughs> you know i can buy pe people christmas gifts <laughs> when i finally got that thing it it helps it does the sound for you Right. Just threw it. Oh, shoot. I wish I had, like, took a picture of it so I can show it in there. But it does the sound for you. It does, uh, you can put sound bites of anything you want in there, you know, sound effects or whatever. Um, but that's the main thing. You know, you can, you hook up your mic through it, mm. uh, you can record through it. Okay. Uh, this, that's basically really all I needed was this, this thing, this little studio thing mm -hmm. here that I can use is the Rodecaster Pro soundboard. Mm -hmm. Which costs, I think, when I pay for it, I think I paid maybe probably about $700. I that, no, nah, that's what I said. So that credit card came into the play. <laughs> I got my credit up to, you know, what, uh -huh. I think I had like a 680 score. Ooh, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It was at the time. Not anymore. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> once I got that up there i went i said i got to get this thing because again peace of mind right. i need time mm -hmm. this thing uh, cuts down on the time i would have to do with editing sound whatever that i would have done on the other software even though that cut down on time too this cuts down even more time right. and it was less equipment i actually would have to hook up than the other stuff i had before mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't take long to hook up like i said and this and it hooks up to your laptop whatever mm -hmm. now uh, but that's roughly about it. Now, I I am going to upgrade to some more stuff. Mm -hmm. I actually have upgraded to some more stuff. Um, I'm just waiting for some time to hook it up. Right. Um, but for right now, it's, it's the Rodecaster mic, of course, the headphones. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> headphones, um, I just appreciate these because they block out all the noise from the outside or whatever. Yeah. Um, the mic... I, you know the mic is supposed to help block you know block out some of the outside noise as well too and right. and uh, do grow good with picking up my voice. Mm -hmm. uh, webcam, so you, sound, you sound real good. Mic check, mic mic check. Yes, appreciate. See, but if I had audacity <laughs> in them cheap mics I had back in the day, mm -hmm. you know, 
you mm. would have been you probably would have heard that airplane that just probably passed through. You might have oh, heard it anyway, but uh, you would have heard some clicking noises and, mm-hmm. and just everything. You know, it, and people, I think people notice that a little bit. It's okay to start off with that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. But if they are struggling, like they say, if you're sitting in a car, you know, you already got car noise as it is anyway. And they have to struggle and like put their ear to the, the radio and they have to turn it up and struggle to listen to what you kind of say your message can get lost. That's true. That's a good point. Man, you're making me think about my first few episodes. <laughs> Man, just horrible. I, I hate it for you. But if you go back and listen to it, I really appreciate it. Um, get them thumbs up. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it up on um, the first few episodes? That up? Yeah, yeah, all my episodes um, are, are still up. I, um, I I actually, I do it through Anchor. Is that who you host your, your website through or your uh, podcast through? No, I do mine through Lipson, which okay. Um, you mean your main? Is that your main page? Um, what you do? Yeah, uh, anchor anchor. Back in the day, you know, and I say back in the day when I started, um, uh, when I restarted, I should say, anchor actually posted to Apple, Google, Spotify, pretty much everywhere you want your podcast to be, right? They don't do that now because they give you the ability to kind of manually put it. So if you want it to be specifically on Spotify. So essentially, when I go in and I do this, I download this audio, I add it to, you know, to uh, Anchor and then it posts on my behalf. So um, that's kind of the idea there because, you know, it puts it in places. I wouldn't have never figured. I'm pretty sure I would have, but it wouldn't have been as easy uh, for me uh, to post it in those places. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Anchor is pretty much all I use. Um, I don't have any other places. I've uh, took the liberty of trying to host it in other places, but it just didn't work out. Um, I think I had Podbean. I had uh, Buzzsprout, yeah. at, um, which you know it just didn't. It wasn't user friendly to me. And I by that time I had already invested, you know, the the time to get to know about uh, Anchor. So <clears throat> it literally takes the legwork out of doing it. So does Anchor? Anchor does they put it out to a uh, iTunes and Spotify and stuff like that from that so, one place. So yes, they they when I signed up and you know the way I have it now, yes, it, it automatically goes to Spotify and um, Anchor mostly. That's where they want people to uh, download the application. But yes, it is uh, on Apple. It actually posts to Facebook. It posts to uh, uh, I already said Spotify, Google Podcast, um, uh, Overcast, and you know the the other smaller uh, places that you don't really hear too much about. Um, it posts all to there without with just me hitting, uh, you know, uh, the publish date. So um, it makes it it makes it super easy. And the only thing that you really have to do is just, you know, record an anchor uh, um, um, commercial, just basically explaining, you know, to, to download it. But now it automatically downloads to Spotify, which everybody has Spotify nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So it posts to there and it. And it's giving you a little bit more interactive stuff in terms of being able to post videos, code videos. They can watch it. They can actually comment on your stuff, answer questions straight from Spotify. So it's a lot more intuitive simply because they are uh, Spotify owns Anchor. So that's why they've kind of changed. They've changed their uh, their their uh, cast because at first it used to be to everybody. And then when Spotify owned them, there was uh, bought them. There was like, nah, son, um, if you want to go to Apple, you got to do that on your own. You know, it's going to go to Spotify, but you do all that other stuff yourself. So um, I didn't know the um, Spotify owned Anchor. You know that? Yeah, they uh, I think it was. the. Uh, uh, don't get me lying, but it was within the last year or so that they they did that whole 
you know, uh, transition. So, you know, shout out to them, um, you know, for Anchor, because they literally everywhere. I, I go in there and I look at my analytics sometimes, and I just saw that I got 2% in Japan. I don't know about in Japan. <laughs> Who's listening in Japan? If you're listening, I appreciate it, and I would love for you to, um, you know, go and uh, get that subscription going. But, you know, I mean, all things in our own time, you know. Um, so you're based out of North Carolina, correct? Yeah, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> um, did you? Oh, did I? Was I not supposed to say that? Nah, you good. You good. Okay. Man. Okay. I guess I'm proud of that. You're not proud of it? No, nah, I'm good. I love North Carolina's okay. good. Okay. Um, it. and I'm I'm in Florida. I'm um, I'm in Orlando. So, um, and then Keith actually he's he's from South Carolina. So, you know, the good thing about um, you know, with the pandemic and everything, you know, with Streamyard and all these other places, it makes it super easy to you know, to remote access people and not have to worry about, you know, having to call in and, and doing the old stuff. It's a lot more user friendly now. And I think I learned about StreamYard from you. And then I uh, downloaded the application. And, and to be honest, it, it's super easy to use. So <clears throat> that's not been a blessing, though. I mean, if, yeah. if you can say there has been one thing about uh, a good thing about the pandemic, can mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. is it did bring about yeah, maybe oversaturation of, you know, I guess more people. Yeah, the podcast, the podcast. But yeah. you don't have to be in the same room mm -hmm. or even the same country as the other person to do the podcast because right. places like Zoom and StreamYard. Yeah, I, I did Zoom initially and Zoom is it's 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 boring. It doesn't have the, the cool. And Keys actually did the border. He did this, too. So. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him. So, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Big Red, so if you, what advice would you give somebody who is interested in, in doing uh, podcasting? Or if you were talking to your younger self, what would be something you would tell yourself to prepare you for the journey that you're on uh, being a podcaster? Oh, my younger self. Uh, I, well, I would tell my younger self, um, have perpetual confidence. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't, don't give up because there is a roadblock ahead, which mm -hmm. probably you know, I know definitely back then. Mm -hmm. If something would have came up, the mic would have messed up or something, mm -hmm. uh, I would have quit. Oh, I'll give you one. I'll give you a big one. You know, mm -hmm. I want you, I want you to tell me if you've ever experienced this. Okay. Uh, I, I usually ask this of other podcasters if they ever experienced this, and it's this can crush you. If mm -hmm. you've ever happened to you, it's definitely happened to me. Uh, always make sure you hit the record button. <laughs> uh, that has not happened to me, but I will tell you this. I do have, it huh? Do it first. And yeah, do it first. Anything else, do it first. I don't care if you catch anything awkward mm -hmm. in the conversation. Make sure that is on first, because if you have prepared, you've gotten your hair cut, you've gotten the sound <laughs> correctly put up, you've gotten the, you know, the guest comes in and they are happy about doing the podcast with you. Uh, and you, you the video's looking perfect or whatever. And you've gone an hour and a half and you've had one of the greatest conversations is almost as great as if Malcolm X and Martin Luther King was sitting in front of you and talking about what they could do for black rights. <laughs> it gets no perfect. Or maybe Jesus came back and had a conversation about your great grandma or whatever and what she's doing in heaven. Right. 
And then after that whole conversation, you're like, all right, peace out, Jesus. Peace out, Malcolm X and Martin. And then you find you didn't hit the record button. No one's going to believe you had that conversation. Oh, Lord. I, I've done that. Not the Jesus and Martin and Malcolm thing. Sure, but it sure. felt like that. Where mm-hmm. I had a great conversation. This mm-hmm. is very early on. Mm-hmm. And I, then I look over. I'm like, why does that red button not look pushed in? <laughs> and I don't see any numbers. It's counting down the time. Mm-hmm. I did not hit record. That's horrible. But my 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 heart definitely dropped. There was a situation that I had where I got. It was probably the biggest panel that I had ever had. It was about six people, and um, we had this amazing conversation. Um, and I was very happy to be a part of it. And when I go to transition it over from whatever I was recording it on to anchor, the file was corrupted. Mm, That's almost just as bad. Yeah. So, and I could not get it. Like it was showing in one place, but the place that I needed to show, it was saying invalid. And I downloaded it four or five times, just thinking, praying to God that it would uh, uh, transcode and it did not. And was it on Audacity by chance? No, no, no. It was on. Um, it was actually on GarageBand. Okay. Um, you know, it was on GarageBand, um, and I felt so bad because they were looking forward to the show coming out, and I had to break it to them. I was like, it didn't record, and they were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, you guys are. Are you guys free to do this again? And they was like, yeah, yeah, just let us know. And I haven't talked to any of them since. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a little bit explainable because I mean, that's not of any fault to you. Yeah, but it, you know, I, I felt horrible because they poured their heart out, and it was it would have been an amazing episode, yeah. you know. And it's like you know, Pixar didn't happen, so I could talk about how great it sounded, but nobody ain't gonna know but us in the room, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, just I felt so bad, and I you know, it was about an hour and a half of their time, and I just never felt you know uh, confident enough to do it again. That was that was during the early times too. Like I don't, I it broke my heart to delete that. Because it was nothing I could do with it. Right, right. I mean, I, I get it. Like I said, it's, it's happened before, and that is it's hard to explain because the other person might have been just as excited as you are. And then yeah. just, it was so perfect. Like, why, Lord? Too why? Perfect. That was that was the issue. I think it was too perfect. It was just like, uh-uh, you know, this this went well. People were vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, nah, son, we, you know, you're not gonna do great things with this audio. So um yeah, it's kind of difficult to kind of if you know you poured your heart out, you purged yourself to kind of getting that emotion again after I you recreated it. Yeah, you can't recreate it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not something you can recreate. You can only catch it once, and yeah. that's you know that was kind of what made me go into the whole thing about live. You know, doing it live with YouTube because you do it, and you know at least it has some form of it lives somewhere in the zeitgeist wherever it happens to be. You know, I have a frame of reference of being able to go into it. So even if I can't convert it, I can still say that that was episode X of this show. So, um, yeah. So the the last thing I want to ask you uh, before I give you the gift of time, um, uh, what would you advise somebody who is coming up in the podcast game now? What would you advise them to do, um, you know, starting up or what would you suggest that they would buy, you know? Uh, a piece, a piece of paper and pen, and mm-hmm. write down what really want to focus on. Mm-hmm. You know, not just shoot from the hip. What do you really want your podcast to focus on? 
Do you want to talk about social issues? Do you want to talk about makeup? Mm -hmm. Uh, And how is this going to be appealing to your audience? Not just you. Mm -hmm. That's the the other part is it can't be just appealing to you. That's probably the constant battle that, you know, everybody fights, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because you've dealt in sales, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've seen like many a clothing line has come out over the years, mm-hmm. especially from like uh, you know, a lot of rap artists will have mm-hmm. these clothing lines and they're right. popping off in the beginning, but they, you know, seasons change and taste change. And mm-hmm. and a lot of them end up in roses, you know, shout out to Rose. You got to remember South Pole. You remember South Pole? Yeah. Perfect example. Very perfect example. <laughs> um, yeah. What's another? Give me another one. Inichi. Uh, um, who's that one for? E N Y C E. It looks like E New York City. Uh-huh. Um, what rapper was that one for? Shit, man. I mean, shucks, man. Um, I can guess. <laughs> it's my show. Um, I don't even freaking remember. Remember uh, Apple Bottoms? There was there's one. That was an What is it? Apple Bottoms. Yeah, Apple Bottom Jeans. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge thing at one time. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't I don't see no Apple Bottom Jeans no more. Yeah, but see, yeah, it didn't keep up with the time. <laughs> Uh, right, I, I think De- um, well, not Def Jam, but Russell Simmons' wife had one. I forgot what it was called. Fat, baby, fat, fat baby, baby, fat. Yeah, there you go. That was baby a bit. Fat is still out there, but I don't think it, it exists in the same space that it did before. I yeah, think so it's, it's it's out there, but it ain't like nobody like I gotta get baby fat like that. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Sean John, I think Sean John is kind. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I think Sean John is making suits now. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, I yeah. Think on a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was. Well, I guess that would be a good example that he found another niche or he kept himself in the game like that. But mm-hmm. that's the thing is like you have to constantly, especially when the market is saturated, you have right. to constantly find something uh, to make your name stand out, mm-hmm. you know, or make yourself viral, or whatever the right. case is concerned. Like, like you said, Tommy Hill figure that mm-hmm. was a huge thing back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe the early 2000s mm-hmm. and uh just you know things are always changing you always gotta figure out how to stay relevant you know you remember there was a time i'm going a little bit off cuff but there was a time where you had supermodels and that was it and that, that was the thing that was the big thing supermodels naomi campbell right. uh, tyra banks Andy Crawford, mm-hmm. yep. and they died off I guess you could say the market probably got oversaturated with Instagram models and and Facebook models and and grocery store take a phone pick models. Everybody was a model, mm-hmm. was a model. right? And mm-hmm. even body parts, even body parts, like mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, breasts were the thing, and now you know, ass is the thing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one day it's probably going to be. Knees or something, kneecaps or <laughs> how, how? What's your knees looking like right now? What's your right. knees? Like? All right, you know, people are gonna like show kneecap cleavage or something like mm-hmm. that. That's gonna be the big thing. You know, ain't nothing know. sexier than a kneecap. You don't even know, man. Yeah. Have you ever seen a sexy kneecap? You never know, man. I mean, <laughs> six years ago, no one thought about there was gonna be a such thing as things that make your butt bigger and. You know, your breasts bigger and stuff like that. Or right. yeah, man. Lips and your nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a rib out so you can like have flatter stomach. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> might be the thing. 
Exactly. Um, what's up, Sean? I appreciate you, man. Shout out to you. Everything's going good. Absolutely. Uh, Sean is actually somebody that I follow on uh, YouTube. He is actually a gamer. Really cool guy. And I appreciate the shout out and the love, um, you know, there. Um, I'm still looking forward to uh, Mario 35 coming back. You know what I'm saying? So let's make that happen. So let's see if we can talk to somebody up there and make that happen. At one point, man, I, I you know, before I got, well, no, not before I got, I saw on the YouTubes of the channels, Mario 35, right? And Mario 35 changed my life because I love the game. I was a big Super Mario fan back in the day, right? right? And Mario 35 basically was this battle royale type game where you basically, it's 35 players. And as you can tell, I'm very excited about it. Um, it's 35 players and uh, they all play Mario. Right. So they play all the levels of Mario and it's basically um, survival of the fittest. And the last person standing is who wins. Right. right. I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, that's cool. How do you play that? It was on a switch switch. So I went out and I bought a switch Lite, paid one ninety nine because I was not about to pay two ninety nine. It just wasn't going to happen. So I get into it and then I start seeing mofos over here streaming it. And I'm like, man, I want to do that, too. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and exchange this switch uh, light into a regular switch. And I figured out a way of um, of streaming it. So what I would do is just record it on my phone, which was stupid um, because the quality of the video didn't look good. And I was actually really good in, into doing it. So uh, long story short, over the course of October to February, which is when my streaming career, how long my streaming career had lasted, I went out and I purchased all these things to become a streamer only to end it March 31st, which is when the Mario 35 ended because it was only uh, during the 35 anniversary, 35th anniversary. And uh, it was one of the most it was the most fun that I had ever had um, in playing that. It's cool. I already just won Mario 35 and it's my grand total 134 wins and I got a special award plaque. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, man. But I would it would I would kill him in that game. And uh, that's really kind of what parlayed my my existence into streaming live uh, because I would stream that live. But I got, you know, disenfranchised because there were a lot of people that came up around the same. There are actually a lot of guys that came up around the same time that became streamers as a result of Mario 35 that are doing super well now, you know, um, and I just it just wouldn't work out for me, man. So I would get very, you know, very like against it not against and i was i was hating on people and you know i just figured out about gracefully it wasn't something i really really super enjoyed because i'm not a retro gamer uh shout out to uh miss pinky who is the best black female gamer i know and uh she's super sweet hey friend hey and um yeah so that's you know i, I just figured i'd say that because sean reminded me of that um but yeah, man, uh, I want to tell you, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you, uh, you allowing me to bend your ear and ask you questions about your journey, and your path. I appreciate the advice that you've given me over a short period of time. Um, but before I go, I want to see if there's anything or uh, better yet, tell the people how to find uh, Hostile Therapy and how to find Mr. Big Red on uh, social media. Well, if I don't talk about, and you warned me about this the other week, if I don't talk about like critical race theory or whatever, you can find me Thursdays mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you find me Thursdays on my YouTube channel. Don't uh, don't bring that over over here now because you know you ain't trying to get my my ish shut down. You gonna get canceled? <laughs> no, not today. My show is almost over. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna tax you that's what they're gonna do they're gonna take the they tax are, yeah. it's gonna ruin the audio that's what's gonna happen right but yeah you can find me on the hostile therapy podcast page on youtube thursdays uh we have a show live at 7 p.m uh and uh that show usually doesn't last like a, probably like an hour hour and a half or whatever mm-hmm. uh depends on what we're talking about sometimes longer depends on how deep we get into the topic and we talk about everything as uh, as far as uh, social issues, stuff dealing with relationships, uh, things that are in popular culture that are going on right now. Like uh, you know, the great movie that I saw the other day, uh, "The Harder They Fall." You know, that's, that's oh yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie, great movie. Mm-hmm. Don't know to say which one's better, that or Django, but I might discuss that. Uh, I saw that question. Yeah, um, I don't know which one to say. It's hard. That's a hard one. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold my answer until Thursday. Okay. And you can find the show on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play uh, and Lipson, uh, just to name a few places. Uh, you know, we also have. Well, I do live show on YouTube, but I also have you know sometimes extra shows that uh, I just put on uh, those streaming platforms that I just named. Um, that, you know, and sometimes I might just put audio up on those, and I I do live shows, just kind of special, just for Thursdays. But other shows, like I had the the show about suicide, mm-hmm. um, that one I, I didn't release it live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I released it on a separate day, and sometimes I do that. I'll, I'll put it on YouTube, uh, just on that channel instead of just having it live. I'll record it and then put it up there, or depending on what kind of episode it is, I might just put it on those streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify as audio uh depending on like i said what kind of show it is but i would say more so go to the youtube page and that's mm-hmm. where you can find the majority of uh the show's streams at okay all right so uh yeah so you guys know my mantra you know my mom was the uh reason why i do this she was a young woman who wasn't able to speak her truth and I had a good friend who basically said, live life on purpose every day and be kind to people. So that is my intention. That is my reason for doing what I do. I love having conversations with people to be able to get to pick their brain and also be open, like Mr. Nick said, uh, you know, being open to the conversation, not just ready to have it to get your point across. So, um, you know, I want to tell everybody, thank you so much for making a little black boys dream uh, come true. You guys can find me on all social media platforms, Reggie's Expressions. Uh, and that is Reggie, R-E-G-G-E-E, apostrophe S expressions. There's no I in my name. So if you try to look for it, you ain't going to find me. You can also find me on. Um, uh, I did YouTube. that once. <laughs> you of the tubes, YouTube. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Reggie's expressions as well um, on there. Um, we are at a whopping 25 uh, uh, subscribers, so I appreciate that. And uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. It is Reggie's, R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions on Instagram. And I do a lot of uh, uh, interacting, commenting, and all that other stuff on, on uh, Instagram. And I have my uh, traditional page on um, uh, Reggie's expressions on Facebook also. So, um Hostile therapy. Did you did you leave me? Nah, I'm still here. Hold on. I like that though. That's nice. Uh, hold on. 
Okay. Sorry, my thing cut off for a second. Okay, because I was like, did, did I make him mad? Did he just like just leave? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh I've never had a I've never had a guest that just left on me before, but he's back, y'all. He's back. So uh shout out to my husband who's one of my hugest fans. Yeah, you know, anything I want to do, he he believes in me, even though when I don't when I believe in myself and I should listen to him a lot more than I do. Um, shout out to Keys for you know believing in me and actually producing the uh community series with Keys Ali and Sean. Thank you so much for coming through um and just hanging out with us. So I'm gonna give you guys the gift of time back. I ain't gonna hold you up too long. I appreciate everything that you've given me. Don't forget to go follow, subscribe, like, share. And if you're feeling generous, go and hook your boy up on um, uh, Cash App. I got that up there, too. All right. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. And Mr. Uh, Big Red, do you mind holding back after we get done here? Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Peace. See you soon. Good night, everybody. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.